Good morning, and welcome to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm glad you've made the connection and have joined us today. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and the goal of our show is to explore a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us in ways that get us thinking, get us talking, get us maybe giggling, uh, get us connected, and perhaps inspired or challenged to do just a bit more because we made the connection. So our topic today is looking at our Minnesota innovative and quirky humor. We have the opportunity to meet with Brittany Parker and her locally grown comedy nonprofit. And also joining me is my co-host Rick Bernardo, who's a musician, comedian, um, who cares about ethics and health and science and all kinds of cool things as well. But today, I want you to talk to me about comedy and how important comedy is. Well, I, I'm thinking of that because we have Brittany with us. And uh, by the way, it's still snowing. Does anybody realize <laughs> that? I'm going to take Skyways and order out for pizza for the next three months. So it's just so everybody knows. Right. We're, we're, we're centered now All right. in All the right. snow. Centered in the snow, yeah. Right. And we're sleeping in the studio. Um, so, so tell me about but, why comedy you feel is really important. Oh, uh, well, I, years ago um, I was doing a lot of things like music and acting and while I was studying theology and ethics and had friends. And I spent an evening with Maya Angelou, like like – talking to her and uh, passed, uh, shared an open mic night with Robin Williams. And through all of that, it came to me one day that out of everything in the world that scared me most, it would be, can I do stand-up comedy, number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, it occurred to me, if people are laughing, they're in love with the moment and everybody around them. And I can't think of anything uh, that would be a higher calling. It just mm-hmm. came to me that it wasn't in words that way. It just came up from the ground, like the joy that 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 if I could just be part of that, that would be like uh, the greatest life. So anyway, anyway, years that's it. years later, years later, you uh, were in a show and you met Brittany. How did you know? Yes, I, I, I yeah. have that. We were in the the Christians, which is the, actually the name of this uh, amazing theater production uh, through Walking Shadow Theater Company, and Brittany was one of the major supporting uh, actors in the chorus that I played music for at the piano. I didn't talk a lot. I don't think I talked at all. Uh, but uh, anyway, so we know each other from then. And then I've been a fan of her work and videos and uh, fo- tried to follow anyway since then. So hi, Brittany. Hi. This is this is, this is is Brittany's voice coming up <laughs> any, any moment. Thank you for having me. Yes. <laughs> and so Locally Grown Comedy is located here in the Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's filmed sketch comedy. It's award-winning, female-led, and features a diverse group of creators. And you started this. I sure did. Yeah. So I am, uh, as, as Rick said, I'm, a, I'm an actress here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I've done uh, theater for the last almost 30 years. I've worked at Ordway and History Theater and Park Square and Children's Theater and all the theaters we all love. Um, and I've been doing <laughs> film for the last 10 years as well, film and commercials. Um, and I've also done stand-up. I've opened for Nick Swartzen and was on tour and opened for Michael Malone and all these guys. Um, and I've been lucky enough to play in all of these 
in all of these um, arts outlets and have grown really fond of Minnesota and everybody that's a part of all those outlets. So I decided, why don't we have something that bridges the gap, that puts all of these people in the same room to make other people laugh, whether it's live or filmed? And it ended up becoming what is basically a la SNL, but here from Minnesota. So we have these sketches, and we have music videos that feature musicians from Minnesota. Um, we've had 80 actors on our set so far. It's been pretty fun so so far. <laughs> and you recently won an award. Tell us about that award. We did. We won Best New Project at Catalyst Film Festival in October, uh, end of September, October. Catalyst Film Festival is the largest film festival in the Midwest, um, and we were up against 20 or 30 other Minnesota-based projects along with projects from L.A. and New York and Chicago. Um, so we submitted a couple of our sketches and one of our music videos and ended up winning Best New Project. You officially started in 21, right? We we unofficially started in unofficially. 21, yes. We unofficially started just myself, <laughs> sort of slowly, just myself, slowly writing sketches, figuring out who would want to even be a part of this crazy idea we had. Um, in November of 2021, I was on set shooting a Super Bowl commercial, and my co-star was Tony Denman, who Tony is my producer actually now, but he was on set with me filming the Super Bowl commercial for FVP, mm. and he is sort of a Minnesota child star. He was in Fargo, Little Big League, Grumpy Old Men. Um, we just connected so well on set, and I was like, here's this thing I'm starting to come up with. He's like, say less, I'm in. <laughs> so then we spent the next like six months putting together people we knew, sketch ideas. We filmed our first um, actual episode, which each of our episodes is six sketches and a music video. We filmed that first one in March, filmed our second one in June, and then started releasing content July of 2022. Uh, so we've only been around for about five months. But 10 years before mm-hmm. the inspiration in... 2021, there was another inspiration that gave you kind of a heart for doing something like this. Yes. So I went to Eastview High School in Apple Valley, Minnesota, and I met, jokingly, I called him the love of my life, even though he was my best friend and best friend only. Um, uh, His name was Scott. Uh, We met the first day of high school in 10th grade when I moved here from Philadelphia. And everyone said, you remind me so much of Scott. You are going to either love him or hate him because you guys are both super silly. And I was like, oh, gosh. (laughs) No pressure. No pressure. And so I turned around the first day of homeroom and there he was sitting behind me. And he's like, I'm Scott. And I was like, I heard I'm going to hate or love you. And he was like, probably. So so we became best friends for 10 years. We were – I mean we spoke every single day even when he was at NYU and I was at Minnesota Duluth. Um, he passed away in 2011, um, and during our 10 years of friendship, we never forgot that we had been voted most likely to be on SNL in high school together, and we talked about it jokingly all the time. Saturday Night Live, uh-huh. just for those not with a lingo. Yes, yeah. so most likely to be on Saturday Night Live was our senior year high school superlative, I think is what they call it. He passed away in 2011, and he had always said things like, if we're ever going to make something, it has to happen in New York. And I always said... I- there's so much talent here in Minnesota. I think we could do it here. So part of it was inspired by him. Part of it was to spite him that I could do it here in Minnesota. <laughs> and and uh, so far it's been really fun. I mean my my casting crew are just incredible. I have a lot of diversity in my casting crew. We have ages 21 to 60, all different body types, gender, race, sexual orientation, um, 
I'm just a big fan of the talent that we have here. Well, I'd like to have us hear your music Mm -hmm. that you do. I think that would be great fun. This is actually our theme song written by Tuvok the Word, who's a rapper here in Minnesota. So tell me a little bit how that got created. Sure. So Tuvok, uh, his real name is Tim Johnstead. He's amazing. He is uh, a kid I've known since he was 15. He's no longer a kid. He's in his – he's 30 and married and has children. Um, He and his brother, who's also a well-known rapper here in Minnesota, his name is Nerdy, um, are both musicians here. And I'm big fans of them as people and as musicians. Um, And so Tuvok, Tim, and I sat down about a month before we launched and we spoke about um, what he could do for us and what we could do for him. Supporting Minnesota talent is big for us. And he wrote us this theme song called Locally Grown. And and if we can get that music up, uh, otherwise we can do it in the next segment. I'm just looking over at our producer. He can give me a not. No, it's not. So we're going to have to wait. That's totally fine. We were getting ready to. We, we were just getting you all excited one. about this possibility. Yeah. So here, that's the background. Well, for if you want to, if you want to, after the radio, uh, uh, after this segment, you can always go and find it on Spotify. Under you can find it on Spotify, <laughs> and also give the um, you, your uh, your yeah. website is yes, locally. locally LocallyGrownComedy.com. Uh, locally is and then G-R-O-W-N as in grown. So LocallyGrownComedy.com. All right. We'll tell you what. Our producer has said yes, he can get the music That's up. great. So we, we've patterned just enough to sure. make sure that the music can come up. This is the theme song. This is the Locally theme grown song. Comedy. This is a portion for of local, it, yeah. yeah. for a portion. Minneapolis. It's hard for people to capture this. Try to put me in a box and I'm smashing it. Haters be looking and think that we're talentless. They cannot handle this. Why? Because all of this magic is locally grown. Don't need a bucket. We got it at home. Can't stop us now because we rock in our zone. Don't you know? I'm steadily flagging on top of Metropolis. Bringing the team. There's no stopping us. So your only option is to see kids who never had a sponsorship. We watered it so we feel the benefit. They marvel this because they can't defeat the biz. No outsourcing because we already got the talent. Hard to manage. Every single line, I'm laughing like, ha, ha, I'm locally grown. I got the talent, I'm locally grown. What you can't manage is locally grown. Ha, 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 ha. dot com. Yeah, that is our theme song, and it's been... <laughs> It's great. No, no. I just thought we were going to go out with that. So. All right. So <laughs> I'm still with you. We, we are, are still here. And this is locally grown comedy for our radio show. But uh, we, we will be now going to the next segment. Uh, we have to have some commercials in here in order to you know pay the AM950 bills. We're very appreciative <laughs> of AM950 and all of the support they give to Connections Radio. We're growing. Yeah, we're growing. We're growing and we love Connections and we love locally grown comedy. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. We're so glad you're here. Our show is all about ideas that matter. And today we are having particularly fun because we're laughing a lot. And we've got the creator of Locally Grown Comedy. It's a new non- nonprofit. It's only really been around for five months. About five months. Yeah, we're an online sketch and music comedy uh, Shorts, a la SNL. What's so cool is it's located here in Minneapolis. It's a filmed sketch comedy. It's award-winning. It's female-led. Brittany, she was the female that we just heard. <laughs> um, and it features diverse group of 
creators and Rick Bernardo invited her. He's my co-host and that's right. And, and, I did, didn't and I? content <laughs> a creator and supporter. <clears throat> yeah, I'm just a big fan of uh, of humor, uh, let alone Brittany uh, in, in in that sphere, in that stellar stars. I'll take it. Of, of, <laughs> and I'll one, take of, that. one of the things that you'll find on locally grown comedy's website, which is locallygrowncomedy.com is that they feel they have an incredible privilege of filming in Minneapolis. They do that at the current residence studio. They are inclusive, creative, out-of-the-box production company. And go take a look at their website, too, at Current Resident. And we had talked about uh, the uh, commitment to diversity and inclusion and and, uh, – that's part of locally grown comedy and also from watching it, it I would say high production value and high moral value is behind it I mean it's comedy but there's uh, what is there a message to, in there what, 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 what you're up to <laughs> what you're up to because I have I, I've done stand-up comedy and I teach ethics that's all I'm just trying to merge them somehow here but they're connected here uh, really there's there's values in, behind the operations of what you're doing let alone um, I mean, there's always some truth in comedy, which is why we laugh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as a as a woman in comedy, I've been I've done stand up and I've done improv and I've done, you know musical theater. But like, I'm I tend to be the one lone woman in a group full of men. And and, and uh, besides that, I've been also very lucky to play with a very diverse, and I mean that in sexual orientation, gender, race, body type, age. Um, I've been able to play in diverse groups as well. And I thought, okay, if I'm going to be a woman in comedy and have a little bit of – maybe a little bit of a platform, I want to make a fun place for all these diverse creators to play and not just be the one lone wolf in a group of a bunch of other dudes. So, Well, one of the things that I, I love on your website is how you talk about it. It's important to us to make you laugh, to make you think, to entertain you. And to remind you that we're the Midwest baby and we're funny as hell. Yeah. That is our – that and laugh, come laugh your tater tots off has been our bigger <laughs> our catchphrase. <laughs> well, I'd love to have the audience uh, have a chance to hear uh, one of the sketches that you do. This one we, – we talked about a couple different ones that sounded good. The um, – the ho- the Real Housewives of the Oregon Trail uh, became our group favorite. For, for it was one of the earlier ones, right? It you, is. It's from did? our first or second episode, and it's it's a kind of a spoof on the Real Housewives and a throwback to that old video game, the Oregon Trail. And we'll just hear part and of that. I, right? I'm going to check with Dan to see if he's ready to. Go. Oh, he is! I get the great big A O K sign. I think so, that's what it meant. And I, well, we're going to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> and we're now going to be hearing the Real Housewives of the Oregon Trail, uh, written, produced, and all kinds of cool things done by the locally grown comedy. Bow and History Channel want you to tune in next season for a new chapter of an old favorite, a classic tale of struggle, the American dream, and the wives who go through it all. Starting next year, check out The Real Housewives of the Oregon Trail. The only trouble you'll find out on this trail is me and dysentery and our complicated relationship with the natives. Our oxen may have drowned while we forged the river, and yet I'm still surrounded by bull. Cholera took away both my children, but it can't take away my attitude problem. And typhoid. And measles. Jebediah gave me this blanket for my birthday? How dare you say it has smallpox, you b- You dusty ass b- 
snakes aren't the only poisonous creatures out here. Having a constant fever isn't the only thing that makes me hot. You can also die from exhaustion, dehydration. And we wrap up. Uh, actually, we we fade away from yeah. from the rest of. Yeah. It was a long. You don't want to give away everything. The, you know? the Oregon Trail, but it's it a teaser. You want to go? So you there did. was there was visuals with that that are incredibly funny too. Because this is radio. You just heard the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. So you should go to our <laughs> locallygrowncomedy.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. We're all locally grown comedy, and our symbols this very cute little green podcast mic with leaves on it because we are locally grown. It was designed by an all-female-led marketing team called Magenta. It's Yay. wonderful. It's wonderful. So you were one of those housewives. I was. I was the first one. <laughs> I was um, writing this uh, thinking how many of my friends love those Real Housewives shows and also how many of us are from the 80s and 90s and played uh-huh. the Oregon Trail, uh-huh. um, which was a silly computer game. And I just it was famous. It was a it was, big thing. Yes, and it was so funny that you could just die over everything, <laughs> and we just thought it was so funny. I mean, later on the sketch, you have a girl who just like passes out because she has a snake bite, and they're like, "Oh, her snake bite's acting up." Like it's just, <laughs> just it's ridiculous. Cl- cl- flump. You know. Just it's so silly. So tell me a little bit about the process of creating a sketch like that. Sure. So we're not necessarily just content machines. We're making like fully flushed out sketches. Um, We have two to three writers meetings before each shooting weekend. We shoot one weekend every seven weeks here in Minneapolis. Um, We have 25 to 40 actors on set during those times uh, and a 10 to 15 person crew. Um, We do two writers meetings, like I said, with a team of 14 people and we try to get six sketches written out and flushed out and cast and wardrobe and production and all that stuff goes into it. Uh, and then we film these sketches. Um, we film pretty quick in a weekend. We film maximum three hours to make each sketch. We have a lot of people on set that help that uh, happen. How many sketches do you do? We do six per weekend, and then we end with a music video. We've had musicians um, like Cat Perkins from The Voice was our first musician. We've had Gabriel Douglas from Four on the Floor. We just had Kiss the Tiger, Annie and the Bang Bang, all local Minnesota-loved uh, bands and musicians. And it's delightfully eclectic. Yes, very eclectic. <laughs> We've gotten every genre of music so far. And you try to be topical as well. We do. We have um, a couple of sketches that are very topical. We have one that's sort of a joking interrogation of America. It sort of came out right when all of the Roe versus Wade things were happening. Um, we have that. We have uh, the Oregon Trail is always topical because, oh, my goodness, how many ideations of the Real Housewives are out there? <laughs> um, so many. Uh, there's yeah. We have one coming up uh, this, this Wednesday. We release new sketches on Wednesday. We have one this Wednesday about taking kids to go see a Santa Claus who's a little too honest on if you were naughty or nice this year. <laughs> Santa is played by Chris Carlson, who is a beloved SAG actor here from Minnesota. Well, I have to admit I went to a brunch not that long ago and there was Santa and I wanted to go back and see Santa. And there was this little boy coming off and he was big smile. He went up to his dad. He goes, Santa said I'm going to get everything on my list. Mm, that's not our Santa. <laughs> and his dad just looked at me like, I hate him. Yep. Yep. I really, really hate him. Yeah, I I think Santa says almost those exact words to a child in our sketch coming out this Wednesday. So if you like Santa, who's just a little honest. And, or, or 
Or cruel. <laughs> or, or cruel. <laughs> or the both. Really harsh. Well, I'll tell you what. We're um, needing to go to our, our commercial break, uh, but it's just a delight to hear more about uh, and to hear uh, on air – you know, the, the Oregon Trail with um, the Real Housewives. This is the music from Locally Grown Comedy. Yeah, this is your theme music, it isn't is. it? It is. Written by Tuvok the Word. You can hear this on Spotify and YouTube. All right, we're going to uh, let y'all listen to that and we'll go right to commercial afterwards. It's hard for people to capture this. Try to put me in a box and I'm smashing it. Haters be looking and think that we're talentless. They cannot handle this. Why? Because all of this magic is locally grown. Don't need a bucket. We got it at home. Can't stop us now because we right in our zone. Don't you know? I'm steadily flying on top of Metropolis. Bringing the team. There's no stopping us. So your only option is to see kids who never had a sponsorship. We watered it so we feel the benefit. They marvel this because they can't defeat the viz. No outsourcing because we already got the talent. Hard to manage every single line. I'm laughing like, ha, ha. I'm locally grown. I got the talent. I'm locally grown. But you can't manage this. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. And sometimes we giggle. Uh, and we enjoy giggling and laughing and appreciating locally grown things, especially locally grown comedy. Um, we've Minnesota has a history of just doing cool and innovative and very often quirky things. Um, this is 2.0 Minnesota uh, with all of our, our wonderful quirkiness. And we're having a chance to have a conversation with Brittany Parker, who began Locally Grown Comedy. It's an award-winning film comedy and musical sketch show. It's created completely in Minneapolis. And they feature a rotating cast and crew from the Midwest, which includes 70-plus, yes, 70-plus diverse creators and diverse in gender, sexual orientation, body types, race, ability, age, all of the wonderful multicultural uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion that's important. Um, it's also female-led. It's nonprofit. And it's looking to create thriving film, comedy, and music in our delightful entertainment industry in Minnesota. Our co-host, Rick Bernardo, uh, met Brittany uh, years ago and has encouraged her to join us today. Mm-hmm. And I know that comedy is very important to you. You're, you're a comedian and you see what the greater opportunities comedy is. It, it always moves me. Of course, um, and by the, j- just one example would be uh, when I giggle or laugh, I've never not enjoyed that. Uh, and you had mentioned we enjoy giggling and laughing. But, mm-hmm. but like it's just the definition of a certain kind of high that uh, where uh, connection, deep connection is always involved. So I've always uh, – probably because my parents were just hysterical. It was like growing up on the set of I Love Lucy because they were in broadcasting and there was this ethnic mix. And uh, I've always been moved by people willing to risk being vulnerable enough to share something that has people just laugh out loud. You know, I'll be a little geeky. Um, the origin of comedy comes from the same root, um, communicare as community, mm-hmm. as communication. Um, there is a calm meaning withness, and I think comedy allows us to link, to connect in powerful ways that allow us to have little aha moments maybe about ourselves or aha moments about others and creates ideas. It's, it's such a deep connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, anyway, a- anybody who's 
uh, really deeply connected to the world generally has an amazing sense of humor. Uh, scientists, uh, prophets, you name it. They're you can't all, take yourself they're, too seriously. They're funny. No, <laughs> you have to no. Be able to laugh. Yeah. Exactly. With so, the world around you. <laughs> yeah. Say well, more about that, Brittany. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, through the things that I've been through, which included I, I spoke earlier about how I, I lost my best friend in 2011. Um, the the tragedy of all of it all has actually birthed some really funny moments in the sense of I've gotten to do stand up at um, suicide ev- events uh, like the Trevor Project and all those things I've gotten to do and stand up and sort of not make light of the situation, but but make fun of the fact that we all laugh at even just the darkest moments sometimes because and, we have to. And sometimes that's the way we can best release our grief. Correct. Totally. Absolutely. And, and that we can make judgments and go, well, well, that person's laughing and not really understand that there things can get so horrible that the best way to unlock the rep- repressed or, or difficult challenges is to find something to allow us to go, this is... This is crazy, and everyone thinks it's crazy too. <laughs> well, and and it's 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 uh, it's nice to be up to on a stage and talk about someone who was so who impacted my life so much, mm-hmm. and still get to find the joy and remember those fun moments. Um, and there are moments on set of locally grown comedy, which is we are talking about my production company that we we laugh and we giggle about something. And there's so many times where I turn to people and I go, oh my. Best friend would have loved that. Oh, mm-hmm. Scott would have been so good in this. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like he's alive again. And you honor him. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there are some of the sketches that I'm sure he'd been like, oh, I wish I'd been in that. But yeah. <laughs> but I think he's, you know, I think he's part of the reason that this big comedic company is here. Uh, when the Lockerbie um, horrible uh, accident occurred, they found a notebook of one of the women, uh, the young women that had been in college. And on her notebook, it said, you only die when you're not remembered. And that has been the father's mm-hmm. um, mantra mm-hmm. to keep fighting for recognition and keeping her alive by keeping her memory. So Definitely. it's uh, It's been nice sort of doing this and it having been sparked by this idea that he and I wanted to create something that was sketch or sort of like SNL. Mm-hmm. And now as I'm creating this and putting this out onto social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, all of our sketches are there. People are watching it that I haven't seen mm-hmm. since high school or since college and they knew him as well. And they're like, oh, of course you guys created this mm-hmm. or of course, you, you know, of course mm-hmm. you created this. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice to keep his memory alive by doing this big, inclusive, fun project. And in increasing the connection. Yes. Speaking, speaking of connection, uh, I, I've noticed over the years, I mean, this is something subtly that happens when people are laughing. There has to be a safe environment for that to happen. Yes. People are experiencing even, – even high schoolers, where if they're, they're ribbing on each other, really like vicious – there's there's affection going on there if it's really if they're really laughing if if it's not bullying it's all done in, in within families and friends in love, uh, but uh, the art of creating laughter is to, how do you create that very quickly with people so they know and trust where you're going. Uh, you know a lot, what, what is nice that I will say that is a lot of these actors I've worked with in different. Um, areas of the arts here in Minnesota. I'm lucky to not only be an actor and comedian, but I am also a casting associate at Lynn Blumenthal Casting, Um, this wonderful woman who's had this casting office for 30 years doing film and TV. And she's put me in these rooms with these people to make comedy, to make commercials or film where we sort of 
create a safe environment. So that was sort of already in place with a lot of these artists I've had on set. The, the, the safe environment was already in place. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we have these meetings and these writers' meetings and these preps so everyone feels seen, heard, important. Um, so we can make fun of each other. We can rib each other on set and it still feels very safe and like we're all very interconnected. You also take it very seriously by having high production values. This isn't just like a couple of comedians having fun, right? And, you know, shooting your phone around, right? And, you know, ah, great, ha ha ha. You take it seriously. I think that also can uh, support a safe environment because it's being taken seriously. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. But yet, there has to be freedom within that to allow the expression and the energy to come through. Totally. And we're loose with like our, we're like, here's a, here's a script, but if you come up with something in a moment, like feel free to play on set. Like everyone's yeah. ideas are always welcomed. Um, but my crew is led by a really amazing cinematographer, David Ishida, who has been, I mean, he's been doing this forever and he's so open to people playing and changing. And if something feels off, mm-hmm. we change it. We mm-hmm. fix it. That's wonderful. So it's a really great crew and cast. So I, how much is scripted and how much is improv, do you think? But, but I would say about 90% is, is actually scripted because we do do a lot of work in order to get this, this these sketches, this content created mm-hmm. in such a tight schedule. Mm-hmm. But we do give people the ability to play on set. We're always open to new ideas. Um, our writers work very hard, including myself, to write these sketches. But we have really talented improvisers and comedians on set. So we're open. If something wants to change, something's fun, let's do it. Let's shoot it. <laughs> I was going to say, I swear that when uh, I watch the videos, I can – now that I look back, I go, I can tell they love each other. I can tell they know what they're doing and they're not just sort of trying to do it. They're just committing to uh, being in the moment and being uh, – not just being prof- professional but um, Committing to the connection uh, to create what, what, what you're doing here, and it's amazing. The actors I've had on set are, are – especially the actors that I've had on set are incredibly lovely and have been very generous with their time coming to do this project so that we can create hopefully a new piece of our arts industry here in Minnesota. Um, but they are all professional actors. They're all professional comedians. This is their full-time job. So I trust these people to come on set and bring these sketches <clears throat> alive and bring their own – you know, funny to it all as well. Do you um, cast in terms of opening a casting call or have people send you videos if you're going to enlarge it? Or you have like, oh, no, we, we've got enough now. We've got 70. <laughs> no, we, we, are, we are rotating. We are a rotating <laughs> cast. And like I said, I've been um, able to, because I work at a casting office, Lynn Blumenthal, like I said, um, I've had access to pretty much every professional actor in Minnesota. And I can reach out and cast and ask if they want to be a part of a certain sketch. Um, you know, we're always asking people to send their stuff to us. There's an email button on our mm-hmm. Instagram that people can send me their resume. But most people I know and I can reach out and say, I think you'd be great for this. I try to keep everybody in Minnesota sure. who's a professional creative in mm-hmm. mind. So Wonderful. This question will probably be the last question before we need to go to break. But And, and take your time with it. You don't have to rush. But I, I'm interested with this being an art form that you are – trying to find intersectionality with, mm-hmm. with all the different um, things that you have a talent in and want to bring to this uh, locally grown comedy and what you envision for the future for this. Sure. So my hope, you know, pie in the sky, is that when people say Minnesota or Minneapolis, they go, oh, that's where locally grown comedy is shot. 
um, the way that we're getting the word out about us is that all of our content is accessible and free on social media platforms, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. And you can um, go to locallygrowncomedy.com. And you can go to locallygrowncomedy.com. <laughs> Got to get that plug in there. But my hope is to make this something that people who are in musical theater or film or improv or comedy or stand-up all want to be a part of because they know that there's a place for them. Mm -hmm. There's no gatekeeping with comedy with Locally Grown because mm -hmm. everyone is welcome. Mm -hmm. If you're a professional in one of these industries, music, whatever, we want you here. We want to, we want to show you. I have a deep love for helping other people and getting the word out about people's talent no matter what that talent is. So That's my wonderful. hope is that this becomes sort of the SNL of the Midwest. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we get the word out about what we have here because there's a lot of good people and a lot of good arts here. And it seems like Minnesota at one point was a little bit more in focus that way. We mm -hmm. had a little bit more of the commercials being done here and a little bit more. But it's coming back. Yes. We actually have a very large commercial and film industry here. I'm a full-time actor doing commercial work mm -hmm. and, and theater. Um, but in the 80s and 90s, we had an early 2000s. Yeah. Um, the woman I actually work with, Lynn, uh, cast things like Grumpy Old Men, yeah. Calendar Girls, yeah. Simple Plan. All those movies were shot here. We lost our incentive, which is a rebate people get for shooting here. Um, it just came back this year. So we've had some movies shoot here already. We've had actors like Ed Harris and Lily Rabe and, and Vanessa Hudgens and all these people film movies here, which is great. And I would love to be part of the thing that they're like, oh, yeah, this movie shot here and locally grown. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. More, uh, more connections and more connections. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's wonderful to hear. I had not known that the rebate came back. Yes. I knew that that was part of the wound uh, that took away a lot of good opportunities for, for actors who could make a good living here. Yes, it came back in January. So we are excited to welcome film and TV back. Um, we've had a couple, four or five big films shoot here already this this year in Minneapolis and Duluth, and we're super excited to see it come back and rejuvenate the industry. And with that wonderful news, we will play your theme music for locally grown comedy and it'll come soon <laughs> and we'll just keep chatting until it comes up or laughing or, <laughs> or laughing or laughing anytime it can it can come on in there we go hi my name's Minneapolis. It's hard for people to capture this. Try to put me in a box and I'm smashing it. Haters be looking and think that we're talentless. They cannot handle this. Why? Because all of this magic is locally grown. Don't need a bucket. We got it at home. Can't stop us now because we rock in our zone. Don't you know? I'm steadily flagging. <laughs> Welcome back. And we are still laughing uh, with locally grown comedy. We appreciate that you made the connection and are with us today here on Connections Radio Show. I'm Laurie Fitz, your host, and I've got Rick Bernardo, my co-host. That's me. That's him. And we've been talking with Brittany Parker with Locally Grown Comedy. Actually, she started it, and it's her baby. Sure is. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> they, they've done some wonderful work over the last five months in producing really good sketches. Uh, and it's time for us to pony up. <laughs> There's no ponies? Yes, there I is. Pon oh, I want a pony. There is now. Locally grown comedy. Yeah. <laughs> we, um, like I said, we, we make high production value uh, comedy sketches and music videos. We've had almost almost 80 at this point in time actors of different 
inclusivity and diversity on our set, um, behind this camera, in front of the lens, um, we've won Best New Project here in Minnesota, and it just is a reminder to people that to make these things, it costs money. I don't know if you knew. I didn't know until I started a company. <laughs> but um, we are trying to raise $30,000 in 30 days here in December. Um, thirty grand would fund us for almost a year. One of the things that I think is important for people to understand is that um, artists should be paid a living wage and that when we invest in artists, we invest in our community. And when we are able to support things that are innovative and cool and could put us on the map, uh, we should do so. And we should do so with our generous uh, credit cards that we can go to. Um, tell me where we can give that money. Sure. So locally, if you just do a quick Google search, locally grown comedy and GoFundMe, we are the first thing that pops up. There's also a link for our GoFundMe on our Instagram page, which is locally grown comedy LLC. We have a cute little green podcast mic with leaves coming out of it icon. It's cute. Um, thank you very much. Designed by female-led marketing team Magenta here in Minneapolis. But um, yes, our GoFundMe link is on our Instagram. It is on our webpage, which is locallygrowncomedy.com. And like I said, quick Google search, locally grown comedy GoFundMe. And Let me just say, this sort of work can transform an entire landscape, not just geographically, but culturally. And uh, I, I'm all for supporting the brilliance of grassroots creativity, talent, teamwork, and insights and joy that comes from this sort of laughter. Yeah, and it's it's also not – you know, it's not 10 of us putting together some comedy troupe. It's 80-plus actors from Minneapolis. It's 15 crew members. It's 10 editors, some of them who have won regional and national Emmys. It's and growing. Musicians. It's it's a big project. So – it's, an artist, it's artistic in its endeavor. Yes. You bring the various aspects of the industry, the entertainment industry, the technology, the production, high values. You bring film. You bring actors. You bring comedy. You bring music. Um, I love innovation. I, I love when I see something that um, hasn't been there before and there's a recognized need and there's a recognizability and it's um, – it's a little hmm. bit more than I've got a barn we could put on a show. Oh, 100%. Yes, we film in a 6,000 square foot warehouse with, you know, half a million dollars worth of equipment. It's yes. a big production. So, um it's it's a really fun and and creative endeavor that a bunch of people have gotten to to come together and make and do. So, we're trying to raise some money to continue into next year and help make a a new piece of the industry here in Minnesota. I love that people can have this uh, accessible. Just go on to the YouTube and you can watch these great funny. And after you listen to it, you know any amount that you can give is well received. It may be that you can afford $5. That's $5 they didn't have before. Maybe you're willing to put in $100 or more because you want to be part of investing in art mm -hmm. and investing in our community in creating – innovations that Minnesota has been known for. Yeah. You have no problem taking money off your hands, guys. So <laughs> if you want to give 50 cents or if you want to just finish the fundraiser for us, we really don't mind. Um, we so, are, so you're looking for 30000 and you've got about 5000 now? We have about four, uh, which is uh, about what a one episode uh, costs. One mm -hmm. episode is six sketches and a music video. Um, so we are able to, to create 
with a pretty good budget. So thirty would thirty k would support us for almost a year to make to make these videos that you can watch for free on I'm, YouTube and Instagram. And I'm with that, you would pay writers and you would pay the pay technicians, our editors, uh, who most of our editors are either independents or or independent or work at Drive Through Productions, which is a production company in here in town. Um, it would pay our crew, which we have a large crew and on-set photographers and whatnot. It would pay for sets and wardrobes. Um, we'd like to start paying our actors who, as of right now, our actors are working for free. Um, but we would, you know, it would help fund all of these things. It also costs money just to be a company and to provide lunch yeah. on set and COVID tests and all mm-hmm. this sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. it would go towards all of that into keeping us running. I also want to make sure that we gave you some time to thank some very special people that work with you. Yes. So I would love to just do another shout out. I already mentioned her name to Lynn Blumenthal, who's a casting company here in town. She's my mentor. She's given me access to all of these actors. Um, I'd like to thank Current Resident, which is a production studio where we film locally grown. Um, I'd like to thank Drive Through Productions, which has lent us some of their Emmy Award winning editors to edit these sketches, along with... Our musicians, Kat Perkins, Tuvok the Word, Gabriel Douglas, Annie and the Bang Bang, Kiss the Tiger, and, and the your, 80 actors on set we've had. And your producer again, his name? His name is Tony Denman. He is uh, an actor from Minnesota who you might have seen in Fargo or Little Big League or Grumpy Old Men when he was a kiddo. And uh, now he's one of my best friends. He grew some. That's what I heard. <laughs> he, he grew <laughs> up and he's great. <laughs> well, it's the holiday season. And during the holiday season, things can get stressful and things can get <laughs> – um, overwhelming. I want to encourage everyone to take a break and have some fun. Uh, do do something for yourself and watch some of these sketches. They're they're short. They're, they're delightful. Awesome. They're, they're awesome. They're funny. And, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Now, that's your own comedy. Yeah, what most, do you know? <laughs> most of our sketches are between you know a minute and a half to four. So if you have a couple minutes and you yeah. want to see something funny, check and, us out. And you should take a couple minutes. Uh, it, it, it's it's doing it for yourself. Once you do, you're going to get hooked on um, locally grown comedy. And locally grown is a great symbol for what um, is good for us as well. Yeah. Uh, when it's locally grown, it's actually healthier for you. So this humor is going to be particularly uh, advantageous for you during the holidays. So I encourage you to do that. And after you watch these <laughs> sketches, just consider that these artists have been doing this with a labor of love. And now it's time for us to pony up and support the hard work that they're doing. So thank you, Brittany. Thank you for having me. Thank you for all that you're doing to create this innovative art and bringing it to the Twin Cities. And thank you, Rick, for all that you do I, for comedy and support. Do, I just brought her in here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we're glad that you did. So stay with us next week and the week after here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Uh, we always have something fun uh, or something to think about. And we appreciate your loyal commitment to Connections Radio Show. Have a great week.